How's it going, guys? Welcome to episode 19 of the Ruben Vegas Show podcast. The Lakers just won the NBA Finals. A little butthurt that the Heat lost. Miami Heat is my favorite team. They are the best. But looks like King James, Anthony Davis, and company are going to win it this year, guys. And um, I'm happy for them. Honestly, I am. I'm happy for uh, LeBron James. He's always been my favorite player. I'm happy he he gets to get another ring. One step closer to, uh, you know, one step closer to MJ. MJ has six rings, so he has a little while to go. But uh, I think uh, LeBron pulled through. He made it happen. And he got Anthony Davis his first title, which is pretty fucking cool. Anthony Davis now owes LeBron uh, more titles, and uh, I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna manage to get some more in the future. So it's awesome, man. Good stuff. Happy for happy for the Lakers, and also you know even though the Heat lost, I'm happy for the Heat. The Heat um, were able to win two games, took the series to six games. And it was uh, it was a solid effort. Jimmy Butler proved himself to be one of the the clutchest players in the NBA today. Um, the, the dude's phenomenal. Uh, love Jimmy Butler. I saw somebody. Um, I saw Andrew Schultz on Flagrant Two uh, briefly mention this. Uh, he said something along the lines of Jimmy Butler's like what Westbrook should have been, something along those lines. And I, I completely agree with that. Like if Westbrook if Westbrook had Jimmy Butler's like ball IQ, like the way Jimmy Butler plays, but with like Westbrook's like athleticism, Westbrook would be a monster. Um, like Jimmy Butler's mindset with Westbrook's uh, athleticism would be like MVP right there. But um, anyway, uh, the Heat did phenomenal. They did great pushed it to six games and i'm proud of him proud of my heat sucks that Drogic got hurt though in the first game so he lost the first game where he got hurt and then he came back for game six and he lost and he got destroyed so poor Drogic. literally the two the two the only two games that he played was the were the games that we got annihilated on so that sucks um hero was a no-show in game six bam didn't do much of anything um, I think everyone was kind of just hoping that Jimmy would be able to pull off like another performance like last time, but uh, Jimmy was done, man. He 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 had no gas. He had nothing left in the tank. He was he was running on fumes, and you can see it. He he didn't have that that pep in his step, and you know it is what it is. It was it was a good series. Uh, last game was so exciting. It was one of the most exciting heat games I've ever seen. Um, you know, and especially in a very long time, I was, I was, I was proud of being a heat fan and, um, you know, let's see what happens next year. Let's see what happens next year. Although we all know what's going to happen next year. Everyone's going to join the Brooklyn Nets bandwagon because the Nets are going to, uh, take over the East with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, double K. Um, they're going to take over the East. It's obvious. Uh, the Heat have their, their work cut out for them if they don't make any uh, off-season moves. Tyler Hero should develop into a, a pretty solid player. He looks like he's going to be a pretty solid player. I hope so. 
You know, sometimes these rookies kind of like explode out of the gate, but then they don't really do much in their career. I hope uh, I hope Hero is not the case. I hope he does uh, blossom into a phenomenal player. I keep saying the word phenomenal. I gotta get a thesaurus and get a better word. But uh, yeah, guys, it was a good series. It was a good series. A good playoffs. They did a lot, you know, considering the fact that they're playing in a bubble in Kissimmee, Florida. Fucking insane, man. But yeah, it was a good season. It was a weird season, but um, I'm glad uh, the Heat and the Lakers were able to, you know, to fight in the end. I, a lot of people were, were saying that they wish, uh, you know, the that Kobe would have played Miami's big three back when LeBron was in the Heat. That would have been the real Heat versus Lakers right there. That one would have been the hell, like a hell of a showdown. But um, you know, Kobe wasn't really in his prime at that point. Well, yeah, guys, this episode is sponsored by Facetune, funnest app on all social media sites. It allows you to do all sorts of things to your face and body. Get face two now to ruin your mental health. One post at a time. What's the deal with the Mile High Club? They should make a Mile High Club for parking lots. They really should. Maybe call it the parking lot club or something. That'd be interesting. Like, do people even do it in parking lots anymore? Is that a thing? I don't know. But, yeah, the Mile High Club. I wonder if... I wonder if I'm ever going to be a part of that. I hope so. I hope so. You know, with somebody very special. I heard I heard a rumor that the best time to try to make a Mile High Club happen is during very long flights. If you're on a very long flight, you have more of a chance because everyone falls asleep usually on a very long flight. Now, when I say a very long flight, you know, something 10 plus hours, something like that. You know, a trip from like Miami to like fucking Italy or something. Um, that's the best time because you just wait till everybody falls asleep. Usually on those flights, they give you like the little blankets. So, you know, you, you just hold on to your little blanket. You wait uh, till everybody falls asleep. And then, um, you know, instead of going to the bathroom, the stinky little bathroom where everybody fucking pukes, you can probably just do it right there in your seat. You know, if everybody's asleep... You could probably, you know, make something happen if you play your cards right. So think about it. Next time you guys go on a flight, I want you to join the Mile High Club. If you manage to join the Mile High Club, uh, you'll get a shout out on our 100th episode um, that we're going to call Mile High Club. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And now my girlfriend's blow-drying her hair, so the audio is probably going to suck. Oh, she stopped. Okay. It's all good, though. I'm just kidding, baby. Go, go, go. Do it. Do what you got to do, baby.
The price of beauty, huh? The price of beauty is a f phenomenal thing. I'm going to say phenomenal as many times as I need to on this podcast. Because it is one of my favorite P words. What's your favorite P word? Let me guess. <laughs> That's what I thought. Why are all my fans such freaks? You guys really are. You guys are the, you know, the Brady Bunch? You guys are the freaky fucks. Yeah, I said it. You guys are the freaky little fucks. I love that this is a adult, an adult, not safe for work podcast because I can say whatever I want. And that's fun. It's so liberating, you know? One day I can talk about my night terrors when I was a teenager. One day I can talk about uh, basketball. One day I can talk about the political climate. It's great. It's fantastic. It's phenomenal. Okay? I want everybody that listens to this podcast to use the word phenomenal tomorrow. Tomorrow, Monday. Start the week off phenomenally with Phenomenal Mondays. Brought to you by Facetune. But yeah, guys. It's a bit of a chill podcast today. First podcast I'm doing on my back. I'm laying down. But I need to provide content. I need to. I'm driven. I'm driven to create 100 episodes of this podcast. I want to do something special for the 100. So I got to keep creating, got to keep making, got to keep releasing. You know, I love to release. I love to release my Pokemon. I was one of those guys. I'd, I'd, I'd get all my Pokemon to level 100, then I'd release them all. And then I'd, uh, I'd start off with a Weedle. With a Weedle. Level 2 Weedle. And I'd try to beat the game with a level 2 Weedle. And a lot of potions. Lots and lots of potions. Speaking of Pokemon, you know it's something I think about, but I gotta tell my cousin. I have a cousin named Dennis, and I think about this at least once a month. It'll cross my mind. No, no, I'm, I'm talking shit. Maybe realistically, once every... Once every four months, I think, is fair. I think about this about three times a year. Like, the thought just crosses my mind about three times a year. And I'm not kidding. This is 100% true, what I'm about to tell you. But when I was about five years old, approximately, five or six, I started buying Pokemon cards right? Well, not me buying it. My mom would buy them for me or my uncle. My uncle worked at a gas station and sometimes he'd, he'd, uh, you know, give me Pokemon cards. And one day in a pack of Pokemon cards that I got, I got a holographic Zapdos, holographic, um, electric legendary bird. You know, it's an electric legendary bird. There were only three legendary cards um, in those original 150 Pokemon cards. There were only 
um, three legendaries, and they were these three magical birds. And one of them was an electric, one of them was fire, one of them was ice. I got the electric one in one of my very first Pokemon card packs. And I was, uh, I, w- I wish I could say I was ecstatic, but I just thought the bird looked really cool. I'm like, oh, wow, I got a good, I got a cool card. This guy looks pretty, pretty cool. He looks strong. And then my cousin, Dennis, had a Caterpie. A fucking Caterpie. A green worm that gets destroyed by every other Pokemon. Literally, every other Pokemon can beat a Caterpie. Like, like fucking annihilated, decimate fucking Caterpie. Caterpie is the epitome of trash, garbage. Just a green little fucking worm. That's all he is. Provides nothing to society. Or the forest itself. Where it lives. But anyway, my cousin says, hey, Ruben, you should trade me for that Zapdos you just unpacked, and I'll give you this Caterpie. And I look at it at first, and I'm like, wait, why? That nothing, he doesn't seem that special, it's just like a bug. But then he's like, Caterpie has poison. And then he, I think one of its attacks was like Poison Sting or something like that. And I think, poison? And he's like, yeah. If this Pokemon poisons you, any Pokemon that gets poisoned will eventually die. So it's basically really overpowered. And I'm thinking, damn. If he poisons my bird, I'll, you know, the bird will die. Um, okay, sure, I'll trade. He seems stronger than this, this yellow bird. You know, and I give him the card. He gives me the Caterpie, and he says, "Blackjack, no tradebacks." And we shake on it. And I think I'm like, "Wow, my cousin is so nice. He's so cool for letting me have Caterpie. This really, you know, poisonous, lethal, you know, venom drenching monstrosity that is that is Caterpie and all his immense power." And, you know, I'm, I'm happy for a little while. And then my, my best friend at the time, you know, a couple days later, he's like, he's, I, I tell him, I'm like, oh, I traded my cousin, this like yellow bird. It was holographic, but it was like, it didn't have poison. So I traded him because I, I wanted a, a Pokemon with poison. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? That was Zapdos, the legendary Thunderbird from the storm ruling, <laughs> from the storm ruling skies. What have you done? And I'm like, what? And it was at that point that I realized my cousin was a troll. And it really taught me that I I really I really got to be careful with people, you know. I really got to be careful with people. But it was a good lesson. I love my cousin. I I appreciate the lesson. He taught me that uh, you know, you got to 
It's a doggy dog world out there. Even if you're cousins. If you can trick your cousin into giving you a really good Pokemon card for a really shitty one, you should always do it. It builds character. Teaches you uh teaches you a lesson that uh that is indescribable. But yeah, guys. Never trade a Caterpie for a holographic Zapdos. Congratulations, Los Angeles Lakers. Congratulations. May LeBron and AD take you very far. But, um... I still got heat in nine. Peace.